irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to Drinking Dirty in Jersey with Chris Finley and Cassie Finley right here on LA Talk Radio. Cheers, everyone, and welcome to Drinking Dirty in Jersey live on L.A. Talk Radio. And tonight we are celebrating the German holiday of Oktoberfest. And throughout the show, we're going to be drinking a bunch of Oktoberfest beers and rating rating them and telling you how they are. Uh, We also have on tonight two awesome breweries, uh, Third State Brewing out of Burlington, New Jersey, and Naked Brewing, awesome game. Awesome name, Jesus, out of Pennsylvania. <laughs> it would be an awesome game as well. Um, but uh, not only is Oktoberfest about drinking, but it's also about sexy, big-titted babes. And speaking of that, live on the line right now, we have five foot five with a 34C rack porn star, Raven Bay. And hello, Raven. How you doing? Hey, guys. How are you? Awesome. We're doing awesome. Uh, we're very happy to talk to you. Uh, we're doing a lot of research uh, on you throughout the week, um, and uh, I'm very excited to talk to you. Now, uh, the first question I have for you is, um, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started in the adult industry. Well, I am an artist, so I paint. Um, that's my passion. I graduated college um, from NYC with a psychology degree. Um mm-hmm. Let's see. What got me started in the industry? Um, it took me about a year to finally get into it. I was doing a photo shoot for Velvet Magazine, which no longer exists. And um, Derek from LA Direct contacted the director of that magazine and was like, we want Raven Bay. And I was super stoked. And I finally decided, okay, I'm going to fly out to California I, it was hilarious because I was doing my, um, my final essays on a plane to and from California. And once I got there, I signed with him. And I was originally only going to do Girl, Girl, Girl. And then um, the next day I was like, fuck it. I need some dick. <laughs> so I got booked for Penthouse for my first shoot. That's awesome. Now, it's interesting, too, because you're actually the second porn star that we've had on her show that had a degree in psychology so it's just interesting oh, nice. to see yeah that uh that that the, that certain degree is the one that i guess porn stars get before they become porn stars so that's just pretty yeah well my original um my original um thing was going to be science and um i wanted to actually be a doctor i was going to go to med school i was going to have all the prereqs for pre-med and i was going to go to columbia but I just decided that to take the crazy route while I'm young and just get into porn. And right. that's what I did. Might as well use your body for something good while you're young, right? And then you can always, think, yeah, uh, you can always go back to it. I'm not in a relationship, so I figured, you know, do it while I'm young and then eventually have a family because that's my goal. Nice, nice. Now, um, you're actually an interesting blend of ethnicities. You're Italian, Jamaican, and Scottish, uh, which sounds like a cocaine and whiskey deal went bad. Um, <laughs> do, do you do you find that you're wanted more in the adult circuit because of your like exotic uh, background? Um, honestly, it's a very 
hard industry because, you know, I think that no blondes, pun are, blondes are preferred because mm-hmm. it's the fantasy, you know, blondes. And my my little thing I always say is uh, blondes get fucked, brunettes get wiped up. <laughs> no offense <laughs> to all the blondes out there because I love my blondes, but I always just say that just as like a little joke to mess with my friends. But, um, yeah, no, I'm, I think that a lot of companies like my, my exoticness, but I find it sometimes hard to get work as well because of my tattoos. So it's just, it depends. That actually leads into my next question. So it's interesting that you said that you actually have a pretty, uh, before I get into this question, I, I love tattoos. So when I saw that tattoo on you, I, I was like, that is fucking awesome. You, you have a kick-ass uh, tattoo on your back. It's like giant wings. It's it's awesome. It's like the movie Red Dragon or something like that. Uh, it's really, really cool. Yeah. Uh, it actually looks really cool when you're yeah. riding. Um, now, um, what was like, like your I'm inspiration? Like flying on a dick. <laughs> <laughs> what was your inspiration for uh, for getting that tattoo? Um, I've I've always wanted wings my whole life. That was um, since I was since I got my first tattoo. I was always like, okay, I'm gonna get wings. I'm gonna get wings. And at the time, so many people had them, and I was just like, ah, oh, I want to be original. But after a while, I decided I was gonna um, get wings again because. Um, I wanted to do them a little bit different, you know, and more detailed and angelic because I feel like it describes me because my personality is just very, you know, caring and giving and loving, and I just feel like I'm blessed. So that just it signifies who I gotcha. am. Now, do you get mad if guys, like, finish on your tattoo? Um, no, I don't get mad at all. I mean, sometimes it just happens to squirt anywhere. Can't really, can't really avoid that. Right. Um, I actually, mean, I actually prefer it in my mouth. But <laughs> that actually answers one of my questions. But speaking of that, do you have a preferred spot that you like guys to to finish on? Okay. Well, here's the thing: if a guy eats healthy and you know no fast food, just you know eating his nice food group pyramid selection, <laughs> and um, then their cum tastes good, but if not, their cum kind of tastes like shit, so if they do eat healthy, if they're honest with me, I love swallowing. That's my favorite thing to do. Nice, nice. So that's actually a good that's lesson. I can that's tell. actually a good that's reason for a lot of guys out there to get into shape, that porn stars love, will swallow if you eat I healthy. I love the potassium and the protein. It gives there me my go. daily vitamins. Right. Daily vitamins, a lot of bananas, and uh, you know some, some steak Correct. and burgers. You'll, you'll be good to go. Oh, yeah. And if you follow my Snapchat, you can see, see me eating bananas on the daily. I make it super, super sexual, too. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Um, now, do you have a, a, a limit on what kind of scenes you would do? Like, it would would you not do midgets or something like that? Um, I'm open to anything, to be honest with you. I mean, I feel like that would be discrimination. Um, I have never done a scene with a midget, but I'm definitely not opposed to it, for sure. Okay, nice. So you're open to the midget. You're open to the midget. Well, that's good. Yeah, why so, not? I mean... All our, our midget listeners just got very excited. That's awesome. But, I mean, I don't really know any midgets that are really in the industry that I know of, but as far as 
stuff I won't do. I mean, I don't do anal on camera. I don't do gang bangs. Um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I love girls that do that. Like, I think it's super hot. But for me, as far as Raven Bay, like, that's not who I want to or what I want to portray as far as that. Maybe in the future if I decide to, but not sure yet. Up in the air. All right. So right now there's no, no lesbo for you. No what? No uh, lesbian? No. Oh, and that's not what she said. Oh, my she gosh, said. yes. I love girls. <laughs> of course. She said no anal, no gangbang. Oh. I get, off, I get off watching lesbian porn. That's what I get off. I don't, I love women. Like, I don't, and the thing is with women is it's very easy to um, be misinterpreted because girls, they say they like girls, but you can totally tell them they don't. So, I like gotcha. girls who like girls. You're not just going through the motions. You're actually into it when you when you do. Oh, yeah. Totally. Nice. But that's always good. Guys like that, too. Uh, guys can actually pick up when girls yeah. aren't into it, like you said. Um, yeah. Now, I, uh, I feel like if you're, um, if you're confident enough, um, to, it's like I wrote a tweet one time, and I was like, uh one who is classy enough to call the dying pieces out. So, <laughs> um, you got to be confident, man. There's so many right. hot women out there. You can't be, um, you can't constantly be a sword I'm looking for. Fake or? Like, so, I can't think of it. I'm having a brain fart. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. If you think of it, just let us know. Um, now, I, I was reading a little bit about uh, what you've done. You've been in the business for about three years. Uh, you've made some pretty yeah. cool films, um, including... Competition. Uh, that was the word. Sorry. I just <laughs> That's okay. All right. Competition. That makes sense. Um, yeah. you, but you made uh, movies with a couple of the huge companies like Jules Jordan and uh, Bang Brothers, which everybody knows, Reality Kings. Um Brazers or Brazers, however it's pronounced, uh, which Brazers, which everybody knows. Um, and you also made some pretty cool. Like uh, we're big fans of the, the the parody films, and you actually made um, OMG. It's the Ghost Triple X parody, um, which I, I have that watched. Was my, my first parody, actually. Nice, nice. Um, and you also made which uh, I love the show. You made the the Archer parody called Striker. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yes, and I played um, I played Lana. And my name is Shauna. <laughs> Lana <laughs> Shauna. Nice, nice. Yeah, that show is awesome. Um, you also made uh, from Dogfart, which I love that name. Dogfart, you made Donald Gets His Balls Clipped, which is, um, you were actually the Donald Sterling mistress in that, correct? I was the Siviano in the Donald Sterling parody, which got recognition from Elite Daily, Huffington Post. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was on TMZ for a brief minute. Um, as I was told, I'm not completely sure, but yeah, it was great. It got a lot of mainstream coverage. Yeah, it's always good, like, if you're a porn star to make that movie that's really huge in pop culture at the time, like, um, like, for example, when, um, when, um, what's her name, uh, Alaska governor Sarah Palin started running and Lisa Ann came out and made the parody of Sarah Palin all of a sudden she became like porn star because of that so that's always the smart move by the porn star to do whatever uh, make a movie that's imitating uh, popularity of pop culture Um, also uh, I read this too you you have a dog named Taco is that correct? (laughs) I do 
Taco Bell. I actually oh, Taco Bell. Agent. Well, no, his name is Taco. I just call him that as like his little nickname. But um, you know, as we've heard, the Taco Bell dog died. So I asked my old agent if I could try to get connections to get Taco as the new Taco Bell dog. <laughs> but he he kind of didn't have any anything to tell me on that one. <laughs> you're also, um, if anybody follows your Twitter or anything, you're also a huge fan of Drake, uh, the singer Drake. I am. I actually just sung a Drake song in karaoke last night for the first time ever in my life. Oh, nice, nice. Last night you did this. I did this, yes. It's on my Snapchat, and I was super embarrassed, but I got <laughs> through it. I sang Just Hold On, We're Going Home. <laughs> I actually like him not because of his music, but I actually like him because he threw champagne bottles at Chris Brown. That's awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, you know what? I can't, I can't say anything about that because I, I like Chris Brown's music as well. But um, I definitely have a soft spot in my heart for Drake, Drake and Leonardo DiCaprio, and ASAP Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my three mains. <laughs> nice. Um, now, a couple things you have coming up that I just want to promo for you. Um, now, you actually be you'll be local here to Jersey. Uh, you'll be feature dancing for one night only at New York City's Sapphire Gentlemen's Club on October second, um, yes. which is which is awesome. And also, you're you're going to be in Jersey. You're actually, right, and you're actually going to be in Jersey uh, for the. Uh, Triple Egg Exotica in New Jersey, November 13th to the 15th, um, yeah. which is awesome. And I think me and Cassie will be there, so uh, hopefully we get to, oh, to cool. meet you. Yeah, awesome, awesome. So we're looking forward to that. Um, and, yeah. and looks like I always love going on the East Coast. That's like my, one of my favorite places to visit because I lived there five years. So I have tons of friends out there, mm-hmm. and it's just fun. And actually, that's my biggest fan base. So it's like when I'm downtown... And I go to dinner, I come out, and honestly, every single time I've gone there, I, like, have um, lots of fans that come out and, you know, want to take pictures with me and stuff, and it's just so amazing. It makes me feel like, you know, my career is just definitely taking off. And that's when you really know that that you you are gaining popularity at one of those things, because people actually come up to you and start talking to you, like, oh, I'm a big fan of yours and stuff, uh, because it's, you know. It's rewarding, you know, it makes me feel Mm -hmm. good, especially at the airport, you know, when people bring flowers for me and stuff, it's just, it's really amazing, and I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for my fans, and I love them. Your fans just have to be careful if they call you on the phone, because you're going to answer like they're a murder suspect. (laughs) (laughs) Call me if they have, you know what, I do this verified call thing, so, and I have a lot of fun with them on that, but... When it's no caller, I'm just like, hello, who's this? And I stalk her boyfriend. Don't call me. And actually, uh, I want everybody to check out uh, some of your most recent movies, which was Immoral Productions 3, Girls for Every Guy, number four. Um, I'm a big fan of the first three, so I'm I'm excited to see number four. And you're actually on the cover of that one. Uh, You also made one, uh, Blacks on Blondes, a white bitch sandwich number four. White bitch sandwich, yeah. Yeah, you you like making those, uh, those number fours. Oh, that's, that's a- <laughs> that was actually my first interracial I ever did. So they oh, nice. Me, yeah, my first interracial, and they give me two of them. I'm like, oh, my gosh, double whammy. Here I go. <laughs> <laughs> 
Nice, nice. All right. Uh, well, Raven, I, I, I've had a lot. We've had a lot of fun talking to you. I, I really appreciate you uh, being on our show, and I encourage all our fans to check you out. Check you out on your Twitter, uh, which is at Raven Bay Triple X. Uh, check out your Instagram, uh, which is Instagram.com slash Raven Bay XO, and your Facebook, which is Facebook.com official Raven Bay Two Ys. Um, and, no, uh, and it's just Raven Bay. Oh, it's just Raven Bay. Okay, I'm just reading off a sheet mm-hmm. here. So it's just Raven Bay with one There's lock. a couple of them, yes. And also on Snapchat, which I do Snapchat, or I do snap back to my fans, it's Raven Bay Triple X. So, yeah. Got that. I yeah. have a lot of fun with that. I'm super addicted to Snapchat. It's like, cool. I can't stay away from it. <laughs> awesome, awesome. All right, Raven, well, I appreciate you calling, and I hope to see you at the Exotica in New Jersey coming up. And, um, and, and awesome. I uh, appreciate you calling in. Thank you. No problem. Thank you for calling. Uh, no problem. Thank you. All right. Bye. 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 Out. All right, folks. That was Raven Bay. Awesome. Uh, sounds really cool. Yeah. Sounds really hot. Um, so, uh, sorry to, the, to uh, I thought she said lesbian. No. Gang bang. What are you doing? Uh, I don't know. I, you know I have trouble hearing shit. I know. So I thought she said, no. I thought she said lesbian, not no, gang bang. No, not say so. lesbian. Well, that's a good thing because we all like the lesbian porn. Yes. Even though I can't, I can actually count on one hand how many times I've actually whacked off the lesbian porn. You know why? I need a dick to be in my porn you because know, I want to picture myself banging the chick. You know it would be really weird if like she quits porn, has a family decides to go into psychology and mm-hmm. like some guy who like has a chronic masturbation problem goes and sees her and he's like, Oh my God, like it's wouldn't you. That, wouldn't it be so awkward? Right. I'm this way because of you. And now you're going to cure me. Right. <laughs> now after the session, can you suck my dick? Right. Like, exactly. you know, it's like, Oh, what the fuck? You know what else I found myself doing during my last jerk session? I was thinking about it. And like, I actually, I time myself. So I actually finish with a guy. Ew. But, yeah. Because you know, it, it's weird because the guy's kind of inviting you over for dinner you're like, you know, you're, you're enjoying it, you're watching them, and it's kind of rude just to finish and turn it off, so you kind of have to finish with a guy, or at least you finish, then watch him finish, because it's kind of rude not to. <laughs> She's giving me this thing guy. I can't, <laughs> he can't see you. All right. He doesn't know. <laughs> anyway, Utah. Give me two. Two beers, that is, and uh, of course we're drinking, and I'm drinking right now, not an Oktoberfest, which I'm going to open up soon, but right now I'm drinking an Explorer Bill IPA by Bolero Snort, 6.5%. Uh, pretty good beer. It kind of tastes like their uh, their long, what is it called? The, long uh, Hop. Long Hop IPA, but a little bit better, a little bit crisper, cleaner, and Cassie, what are you drinking? I am drinking the brand new Forg- Forgotten Boardwalk. We all know how much we love this brewery yes. on our show. Um, Morrow Castle, which is a smoked porter, 5.7%. Um, it's absolutely delicious. Nice, nice. Um, and, of, of course, folks, every game we play a drinking game where you folks listening and watching at home can play along as well. We have a drinking word of the night. Every time that word is said, you drink. Tonight's drinking word is wiener schnitzel. Uh, now, an, an example of that is doing research on all the porn stars we've had on the show really puts a lot of stress on my wiener schnitzel. Oh, oh drip. Cassie, do you have an example? My favorite part of being German is I get to look at wiener schnitzel. Oh, drink. <laughs> Good enough. <laughs> okay. But I think we have our next guest on the line. Um, and uh, <laughs> we have Naked Brewing. Hey, what's up, man? Brian from Naked Brewing. 
Hey, hey Brian. Brian. Yeah, sorry. Our, uh, our last interview ran a little long, so sorry. You, you kind of caught That's the tail end of Oh, yes. <laughs> Perfectly okay. Perfectly okay. <laughs> but we're very excited that you are calling in. I, I've been doing a lot of research on your brewery, and I just have a couple of questions for you. Now, um, tell us a little bit of history about Naked Brewing Company and uh, kind of what made you guys decide to start uh, brewing beer. Well, uh, it was, it, it's, a, it's a founding of me and my uh, business partner, Jim, uh, Jim Crossland. We, one day we're hanging out at my house, and uh, Jim was like, well, he was hanging out, and I was like, he had this great equipment that he, he has made beer. He'd made beer for like 15 years. He had all this great equipment uh, already made. And um, I said, Jim, I would like to brew beer one day. And Jim was like, well, well let's brew some beer. So we came to my house, and uh, we made a, our, our first beer, which is the Freckles Angry Brown Ale. First beer we ever did. And Jim said, I hate brown ales. I was like, dude, I'm making a recipe. I've never done it before. Let's make a recipe. We loved it. Came out really nice, malty, really good brown ale. And then we went, wow, this is kind of fun. And... Um, we kind of went from there. Um, the second uh beer we did was a Dunkel. It was really kind of nice. Mm-hmm. And at that point, we decided to start talking to our wives and said, "Hey, you know what? Our kids are getting out of uh, they're getting out of you know daycare and stuff like this." I have two kids. Jim has three, and they're mm-hmm. they're getting out of daycare. And so you need to bury some money. <laughs> so let's dump it into a brewery. This is not a great idea. So we need. You know, yeah, stupid idea. So, um, <laughs> so we did that, and uh, it worked out kind of. It's worked out okay so far. And uh, he's, a, he, you know, me and him are it's a great partnership. Um, he's the genius behind a lot of the stuff. Um, uh-huh. You have me on the phone. I'm the guy that does, I'm the guy that does the uh, does the recipes, a lot of recipes, and does a lot of books and things like that. So anyway, nice. so what's up, guys? Uh, <laughs> actually, I can't wait to hear the answer to this next question. Um, oh, God. It makes, it makes me a little nervous because it's two dudes, but uh, what's, the, what's the story behind the name Naked of Brewing? Well, one time we were playing Greek wrestling in the backyard. No, I'm just kidding. But the, uh, <laughs> we were having a Greek wrestling moment in the backyard, and we went, wait a minute, we're on to something. Now, originally, um, we, we, were, um, we were one of the only, we were one of the smallest breweries, and, um, we were originally licensed in a residential neighborhood in our uh, in our township, and so we. I mean, if there's anybody out there that ever wants to hear about how not to open a brewery, we can actually uh, we can give them a lot of information on what we did wrong. Um, so we went from the top down, where we we really had to get the um, the federal. We went for the federal first. We went for the state second. We went for the township third. Um, yeah, it's the exact opposite of what you should do. So our township was like we went through all this eighteen months of being in um being in limbo, and finally uh, we got we got it all got it all squared away. Anyway, naked break. I can't get back to that. Um, so we, we decided we we're making a brewery, and um, we all kind of sat around. We said, well, "This is this is going to happen. We're going to we're going to have a tax evasion scheme." I'm just kidding. It's not that bad, but we wanted to bury some money into something that. We wanted to bury some money in something that could actually uh, be, you know, be good for us. And it was right when the uh, right when the market crashed, right everything went to dead. We saw our four hundred one ks go down the toilet, and we thought, you know, what? we, we got to do something for ourselves because we can't rely on the government to do us do it for us. So um, we uh, we went out and um, we, we, we we pitched it to our wives, and both of our wives went, "Who are this?" And worst mistake ever made. And we decided to make this brewery, and we bit, we built it inside my uh, inside the side of my house. And there were so many weird things that had to happen to have that actually work for us. To where it was like, hey, you know, it couldn't have been. You can't have an adjoining room. There's a bazillion little 
legalities that are in there. We, we hit them all. And, um, you know, it, it worked out to where we could actually start on a very small scale in our ha- it, it, outside of my house. And so we had a little three-barrel system built in the back room of our house. And in my garage were these massive walk-in coolers to be able to hold beer and be able to uh, ferment beer and do what we had to do. And wow. so we uh, retrofitted, my, retrofitted my garage to make a brewery. And that's how I kind of started. But naked was the whole idea of, look, we, uh, you know, we, all of our all of our grains were composted, uh, well water. We weren't, you know, we weren't sucking off the land to do what we had to do, and um, it's continued this day in the fact that uh, all of our grains are actually um, all of our grains are uh, got by farmers. They're composted again. We have a pig farmer that he's a great dude, and he um, all the pigs are, you know, he feeds his pigs with all of our grains that we use. So we have really no waste, which is kind of nice. Nice, nice. I got it. I got it. Um, one time, uh, I was besides thinking- besides the fact of the naked thing, we uh, we uh, we we sat around with about three couples one night. We got um, just completely annihilated. Wrote a bunch of names down, started passing around the group, and we all just crossed off names. And then eventually, the one that came up was like naked. We're like, oh, we can make that work. And um, a guy, we gave it to uh, Jim's cousin who made the logo for us, and it, it was, he made the greatest. I, I love this guy's logo, and so it's it's really helped us a lot. Nice. Awesome. Um, yeah. But one time I was taking the subway in New York City and I was taking it to Coney yep. Island and I fell asleep and I, I woke up and there was a fat guy, uh, <laughs> a fat hairy guy naked across from me. It was one of the worst days of my life. But um, yeah. <laughs> was his name Brian? Yeah, it might have been. I didn't ask him his name. Um, but I just no, I, the, the question is this. The question is this. Do you, um, and now, with this, is cursing allowed on this or is it not allowed? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, of course, oh, man. Yeah. Internet radio, say whatever you want. Whatever you want. Oh, thank God. Because I, I have Tourette's, <laughs> so I really have a fucking problem with not keeping my mouth shut. So I'm much better now that you said that. Thank you very much. <laughs> I was really keeping it clean for a little bit, so now I feel much better. Wow. No, you you were doing a good job. I mean, I guess the Pope's uh, in town, so I guess you were trying to keep it clean for his sake. Uh, oh yes, I can't wait to kiss his foot. It's gonna be great. Yeah, right, right, exactly. Now, just to get into your beer a little bit. Now, I, I was checking into, into the beers that you have, and I just want to talk about a couple. Well, of wait, them. let's just preface it with I've had some of them at Gnarly Brews. Oh, okay, That's and right. um, Black Current Rising is like one of my favorite fruit beers ever. So I just want to thank you. That's our that's our spring season. So spring seasonal. I think this this year we actually um I think this two thousand fifteen uh branch of it, we actually under we underestimated the response of the beer a lot. Uh it was very it was a, we had a good push for it, but um yeah, we didn't we didn't make enough of it. And uh that's gonna be corrected next year by far. Um no, I love that beer. It's really nice. We got a um, we got a farmer in uh, New York City, and black currants. If you didn't know, this were actually outlawed for growing for a hundred years in the United States because they messed somehow messed up um, uh, the logging industry. Who I don't know what that means, but somehow they screwed stuff up. So they outlawed the growing. They raised all the fields. There was no black currants growing in the United States until about two thousand and I think it was two thousand and seven or two thousand and eight. They actually had a hybrid that didn't mess the logging industry. So we have mm-hmm. a place in New York that gets us fresh, um, you know, fresh uh, um, uh, black currants, which is a weird thing to have here. And so mm-hmm. it really makes this beer tart and yummy and kind of just uh, it, it's different than our pomegranate wheat. Our pomegranate wheat I really like. It's um, that's a very nice fruity, yummy beer. But the the the, the, uh, the black currant rising is a nice little uh, spring sessional. It's, it's a much different kind of beer. So mm-hmm. it, it, the, the, the black currants add a lot. 
Now, you also have a beer called the Carpe Noctum, which caught my eye because it's only 3.9%, which uh, it says you encourages you to seize the night, unless it's seizing a night sober. I don't know what the big deal is about that no, one. Dude. <laughs> that beer came out of uh, a, a weird day when me and Jim were brewing, because we were also brew the Gentleman, which is our 10% Imperial Stout. It's based on an apple brandy infused oak. Yes. What's that? I mean, the, the gentleman Hello? is uh, – that, that's actually a pretty funny name. The gentleman actually – the name of that reminds me of like a sexual position. Like I, I finished on her forehead. Thank you. Gentleman. Mm. <laughs> no, no. It's usually, on, it's usually on the chest and a lot of rubbing. But still, cause we're all gentlemen here. But no, the, <laughs> the idea is like um, we, we made this beer, but when you, when, you brew, when you brew a really high alcohol beer, you have to really pull the um, – you, you can't – take all the sugar points out of the mash. So you had a leftover. And so one day me and Jim were hanging at my house and uh, we were really small and we were like, hey, let's do something with this. And it was um, probably about three in the afternoon when we finished the gentleman. So we pulled a lot of um, we pulled a lot of this beer off the side. We we reboiled it, um, pulled the runnings off the gentleman and we made a little three point nine percent black a uh, dark black IPA that was it's rated hundred and six IBUs, which is outrageous. But there's so much big, dirty malt and stuff in there that you really you drink it and you go, it doesn't feel. It, it, there's there's no like hot bitter. There's no craziness. That the, the malt just destroys all that because that's the way beer works. And so it's like um, it's really kind of nice. It's a 3.9 percent, and we had a good write up from Lou Bryson. Lou Bryson wrote that beer up for us, and he was like. I don't know who these guys are. I don't know where the fuck they're at, but I really like this beer. And he, he gave us a good write-up, and we're like, oh, my God, it's the first good write-up we ever had. We're so happy. And he's a good guy to have. You know, Lou Bryce, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that right. a good write-up. I really appreciate it. Exactly. Uh, now, um, not, not to skip over your beer at all, because the beer that I've had of yours You're is okay. amazing. But um, now, now, for those of us that want to go down and uh, check your beer, beer out, uh, what hours are the brew, is the brewery actually open? So we, we spend our hours for football season because I'm a, I'm a fantasy football addict, so it gives me a good reason to be at the brewery while I'm watching football. We have um, you know we do the Verizon Red Zone because fantasy football addicts need that ADD like I do to kind of keep things going. But um, we, we we're, right now we're um, we do a, a Wednesday night. We're like for five to uh, five to ten, and we have a soft close. Our, our, our close is very soft. We're not like if there's people there and they're partying. Well, our, our license allows us to have us till midnight, which is fine. Uh, Thursday, same thing, five to then. Um, Friday, we go from two to whenever. Again, top end is midnight. We hope to get out by ten. Uh, Saturday, uh, we go from noon to about the same. Sunday we go, because um, Sunday liquor law is a little weird in Pennsylvania, so we have to be done after the second. We have to be out by 9 p.m., so it's pretty much after the second football game's over. We pretty gotcha. much shut, uh, shut down shop. And then Monday we do Monday night football at the place. Um, and then we on Tuesdays we, um, you know, we, you know, we, we go to church. That's <laughs> what we have to do. I'm totally kidding. We don't go to church. <laughs> well, you just said that because we actually have to work that night. Yeah, right. What's that? Yeah, and you were just saying that in case yeah. the Pope was listening, right? <laughs> oh, this weekend we have the uh, Pope Apocalypse. Because I know nice. everyone's like, um, everyone's bumming about the Pope thing. Uh, I, it, not, not bumming, but uh, we're all happy. We're all, you know, whatever Catholics out there, they're really happy about it. Um, and so 
if you want to go down and do your pilgrimage, that's cool. Enjoy it. But if you don't want to do that, come hang out at Bucks in Bucks nice. County. Hang out at Naked Brewing. We have a good time. Um, we got we got ten beers on tap. We're bringing out our uh, soured pomegranate wheat for that. We're gonna call it the Blood of Christ because we're assholes, and uh, nice. it's gonna be kind of fun. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but no, it should be kind of fun. Um, we're having that. We're doing a lot of crazy uh, little games and stuff. Um, it should be a good time for the weekend. And we have a we have a, a guy catering food for that weekend. Usually, I mean, we're a brewery, so we don't do a lot of food stuff. So this right. week we have a guy catering food for us, and yeah, uh, he's doing all guy, like smoke. Will that guy be serving Wiener Schnitzel? Oh, oh drink, bang! <laughs> um, <laughs> only on demand, and uh, it is very frightening. I hope he doesn't. But no, he he does like um he's doing like like smoked shoulders and like pork sandwiches and stuff like that. So it's kind of a, it's a very, um, I don't know, a, a crazy kind of a, a crazy kind of thing. We're, we're trying to get some food going there. It's taking a while to kind of get it going. Um, we'll see what happens. I'm really excited about this weekend. It's, yeah, I think it's going to be a good weekend for us. I don't think there's a lot of, I don't think there's a lot of people bucks counting when they trench down to a million and a half people downtown walk around. So right. we're, we're giving it an alternative uh, pagan kind of thing to do. Right. Now, uh, last question for you. Now, do you have any uh, spe- – now, you just talked about this weekend, but do you have any special events coming up that you'd like to promote or, uh, or plug? Yeah. Oh, gosh, we're doing um, – we're doing, like, the Popopolis this weekend, you know, about that. But the um, we have a, uh, a Flanders that we do once a year that I think is about two weeks away from being perfect. Um, it, it, it's a bottle-conditioned Flanders. We do one barrel of it. Um, it take, it's about 200 bottles, 22-ounce bottles, and we'll have that released probably in about two weeks, maybe two and a half weeks, depending on how everything – we, we uh, attenuated on um, – well, oh, I'm smacking my lips a lot. I'm sorry. Uh, we, we, we attenuate that on uh, champagne yeast. So it, it comes out really tart. Typical, uh, a great example of a Flanders Ale, but we only make one barrel a year, so we'll have about 200 bottles to go, so we'll have a bottle release party. It should be a good time. Nice, and that's Flanders, like Homer Simpson's neighbor Flanders. No, right? <laughs> stupid naked Flanders. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's no Simpsons reference anywhere near it because they sue and they're very litigious. That's awesome. Awesome, awesome. Oh man, I really appreciate you calling in. Uh, you're an awesome guest. We've had some of your beer before. Thank you very I'm much. Covered. Yeah, no problem. I encourage you. Know me, I'm in, get out. I'm sorry. Here's what sucks. I'm in Denver right now, and I'm not at GABF. This is horrible. What? I know, I know, I know, because, well, unfortunately, my, my day job has pulled me into a place called Westminster, which is northeast of uh, the place, and I have to I have to do work, and it's like, it, it, it's just absolutely horrifying. I flew out with Sam Callion. Oh, oh, my God. I, I was like, like, do I blow you right in the aisle, do I take you in the back? Oh, my God. I, I tried. He was like, no, I you're totally gross. I'm like, out that sucks, man. Oh, like, like the orgy and being stuck in the living room. <laughs> Seriously. I was like, I shaved. <laughs> I tried to get a selfie. Well, I was trying to, like, figure out how I could, like, I was walking up steps. He was behind me. I could, like, pull a selfie out. I didn't want to be a fool. So I was like, I'm not going to do that. You should have just asked him. To but he was cool. Off. I would have. <laughs> anyway, I don't want to monopolize any more of your airways. But thank you very much for having us on. Yeah, very no nice problem. of you. Thank you very much, man. We need to come visit. Anytime, okay. man. All right, Cheers, man. You. Have a great night, y'all. You too, Mendez. Cheers. Cheers. All right, folks. Uh, <laughs> that was an awesome interview. That was awesome. Um, th- 
we had some of the beers at Gnarly Brews Tap yeah. Room, and they were they were very good. Um, so uh, we're not just saying that. Um, the v- very good beer. Plus, they're always at um, Big Brew. Right, always at Big Brew. Oh, we've got another caller. Oh, right away. And uh, hello, you're on uh, Drinking Dirty in Jersey. Hello. hello. Yes, hello. Is this Third State Brewing? Yes, it is. Hi. How you doing, man? Good. This is That's Jay. Awesome. Jay. All right. Uh, nice to talk yeah. to you. You guys are actually the best thing to come out of Burlington since the Code Factory. So <laughs> very excited to talk to you. That's awesome. Um, now tell us uh, just a little bit of history about Third State Brewing Company and uh, what made you guys decide to start brewing beer. Okay. Well, first I've got also on the line with me uh, John. How you doing? And Good. my partner Bill. Oh wow! It's like and uh, Bill jo- John is. Uh, is our uh, resident MacGyver, and Bill is the head brewer. Nice. Nice, cool. So, uh, awesome. let's see, how let's... did we get started? Uh, well, we're all long-term home brewers. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we, uh, I, I personally have been brewing for over 20 years now, and uh, as has Bill. And um, we all met in a, uh, a local homebrew club. Barley Legal Homebrewers, mm-hmm. the greatest homebrew club in the world, <laughs> and uh, and we all had the dream to get started and do something on our own. Nice, nice. Now, there's three of you. Does that have any kind of a significant significance? Excuse me, to the name Third State Brewing, or is it something else? No, Third State Brewing uh, came about because it's actually the third state my wife and I have lived in. Oh, okay. oh okay. nah! Just, just kidding. Come on, you, you New Jersey guys, you got, you got to know that uh, New Jersey was Jersey's the, the third, uh, state. third state to ratify the Constitution. Yes, right, right. Well, I should have known that. And I just didn't pay a lot of. I knew that, school. but I wasn't okay. sure if that's what it was. <laughs> I wasn't sure because if it was of that. our uh, our location in the beautiful uh, historic downtown of Burlington City, New Jersey, and its significance in the Revolution. We decided yes. that uh, that it's a uh, it was a good way to recognize our home state. Cool, cool, like it. Very general, very good. I like it. Uh, definitely true to Jersey there. Uh, now, I just want to talk about some of your beers. Um, now, I haven't had the pleasure of, of trying your beer yet, but you guys have some pretty interesting ones I've been checking out. Um, you know, uh, one of the ones that you have is called Boris the Younger. Uh, which Boris. is name. Yes, that's a black. Yeah, let, I'll let Bill take on talking about the beer. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us a little bit so about that one. That's actually a good ABV too. At seven point four percent. Yes. Uh, yeah. But Boris, the great. I actually uh, won an award with that beer, and uh, it was named after my ninety-four-year-old father. Wow. Uh, who's had to put up a, with a lot of my grief over the years, and I finally figured I'd better be, do something before he passes. So uh, I named the beer after him. That's great. And, That's awesome. And uh, it was ac- originally called Boris the Great, uh, but we brewed it at another brewery, and they own the rights to the name, though it is my recipe. So at Third Day, we reproduced it and named it Boris the Younger. And the reason for that is my middle name is also Boris, the uh, same as my father's uh-huh. first name. Gotcha. Gotcha. Awesome. Awesome. Now, uh, one of the other ones it looks like you got a London 10th Red. Uh, which is uh, obviously an English English red ale, uh, nice four point seven percent. 
Um, tell us a little bit about that one. Uh, that beer is a, uh, a very malt-forward, toasty beer. As a matter of fact, our first version of it, I hand-toasted on a grill uh, for about three hours in the rain, um, some malt. Yeah, just to, uh, you know, I, I don't particularly love the taste of uh, the uh, uh, manufacturer's um, toasted malt, so I enjoy toasting my own. And, uh, you know, it took a long time, but it was well worth it, and it's become one of our best sellers out of the uh, brewery here. Nice, nice. Now, I mean, you also make a couple other beers. Um, now, one is going to stick out to, to us. It's the West Jersey Pale uh, which is an American pale ale. Um, is that is that one of your staple beers? Uh, it looks like it's five point nine percent. Yeah, that's a uh, it's a uh, very uh, very drinkable beer. It's uh, the bitterness isn't crazy, so uh, it uh, you know just a very drinkable smooth beer. You can taste the hops, but it's not overly bitter. And uh, people really enjoy it. I mean, uh, even a lot of the uh, newer newer people to craft beer, uh, they enjoy that because the bitterness doesn't quite knock them down as uh, right. And some some of your hoppier pale ales or IPAs, but very nice beer. Now, if if somebody uh, let's say there is kind of a craft beer virgin uh, virgin coming into your brewery and they wanted to try a beer, would that be the one that you would have them try, or would it be another one that you'd have them try just to kind of open them up to to your brews? Yeah, that would be the one. Yeah, so we did have a blonde on earlier. We had a uh, which was uh, you know, people would come in and they would be your typical Bud or Miller drinker, and you're trying mm-hmm. to you know it's, you're trying to come up with something to help them, uh, and uh, they 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 would generally go for our blonde, but that's a summer beer, and uh, we're not producing that right now. But uh, during the uh, fall season in the winter, the pale ale. Is uh, yeah, West Jersey Pale Ale is uh, that that is the one I would um, choose for them. Cool, cool. Now, what what days and hours are your brewery open for those of us that want to go down and uh, check you guys out? Well, we're, the tasting room is open uh, uh, Friday nights from five to nine. Mm-hmm. Saturdays from noon till nine. And Sundays from two to seven. Although uh, we may uh, we may choose to start opening up a little earlier to do some uh, football growler sales, um, and we're also considering uh, potentially a uh, Thursday night opening. Cool, cool, awesome, awesome. Um, now, now your, your brewery. I know you guys don't serve food, but can you bring your own food to to the brewery? Yes, you can. Um, bringing in food is uh, is allowed. As a matter of fact, it's encouraged. Um, we have a lot of our uh, customers will frequent some of the uh, local establishments and, and bring some food in or stop and get a Wawa hoagie or something like that. Or some wiener schnitzel. Oh, <laughs> drink! Drink! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> cool, cool. That, that, that's awesome. Um, now, last question for you guys. Do you have any uh, special events or, or nights coming up that you'd like to promote or plug? We actually do. We have a uh, tap takeover, our very first one at Uno in Maple Shade. Cool. And uh, that's next Thursday night uh, on October 1st. On October 1st. Okay. And, and that's in Maple Shade. Is that the bar name or is that the town you guys? No. It's uh, Uno Chicago Bar and Grill. Yeah. Oh, Uno. Chicago. Oh, Uno. I'm Uno. sorry. Uno. Yes, Uno. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. Didn't hear that. that that's awesome. Um, well, like I said, I haven't had the pleasure of trying your beers yet, but I'm looking forward to uh, to actually trying them. Um, so, uh, you know, I encourage our listeners to get out and check you guys out in uh, Burlington. Go down to your brewery and, and have some of your beers. And uh, I really appreciate you guys calling in. Uh, you know, you've been an awesome guest. And uh, like I said, I encourage everybody to check you guys out. Yeah, if we, if we could, uh, we'd also like to make mention that uh, first weekend of November, we're planning an all-stout weekend in oh, honor of Ooh. National Stout Day. Awesome. We, sh- we should have between uh, six and eight uh, different variations of stout on tap. Awesome, awesome. And Cassie's a huge fan of the stout. I love so, stouts. Uh, we might have to get well, down there and check, check that out. Look on our Facebook page. We'll be advertising it. Awesome. Yeah, I encourage everybody to check out your Facebook page and your website. I was looking at your website earlier today, and it's, uh, it's, it's good. Uh, but thank you guys uh, very much for calling in, and, uh, and thank you very much. Well, thanks for having thank us. You. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Mendez out. Bye. Can I say thank you more? I don't know. I think I said thank you too much. What, what? You're so funny. <laughs> I, like, listen the whole time. And yeah, I, can, I know. Yeah. I, We're like... Pops has got to get on. Yeah, too. I know. Was one of those guys Saul Rosenberg? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Very nice guys. Uh, I encourage everybody to check out their brewery. Um, like, like I said, we haven't had the beer yet, but we're looking forward to trying. Guys, it. just to let you know, we are going to have to do our taste test on UStream. UStream. That's right. For right now, uh, before we end the show, uh, we're going to have Pops come on. For those of you that haven't listened to the show in the past, Pops is a black puppet that comes in the show. So it's very um, uh, edgy, edgy things. Um, and, uh, you know, we don't uh, represent or um, we don't – anything that Pops says is not a part of Drinking Dirty in Jersey. Anyway, I have to leave the mic for Pops to come on. So I'm going to leave the mic. I'll come back on once he's done. Uh, but I'll leave right now, and I'm going to have him come on. So uh, I'll be back. Yo! Yo, Pops! Yo! What's up, Crackers? What's up? Yo! All right, I got to be quick, so I'm going to go really fast. Now, what did the black woman name her five sons? I don't know. Tyrone, 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 and Tyrone. Now, how did she tell them apart? I don't know. She just called them by their last names. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. All right. So, uh, big news this week as the honky pope has come to town. Now, don't be fooled by all these white popes. <laughs> Jesus pope. was black. That's right. Are you he sure could, about that? Oh, yeah. He could walk on water, but he couldn't swim. That's right. <laughs> Black Jesus. Think about it. His father was absent. He knocked up Mary and left him in the ghetto, which was Earth. <laughs> Making water into wine? Isn't that the original recipe of pooch? Mmm, <laughs> original recipe. Then, <laughs> how does the brother die? He was put to death by the honky Roman police. See? Jesus was a brother. <laughs> That's right. Bleegis. Bleges. Bleges. Cassie, if the Pope was black, what would you call him? Blope. No. Holy shit. (laughs) Get it? All right, all right. Suck my wiener, Snitchel. Wow. Drink. I gotta go. I gotta go. Mendez out. Oh, boy. Okay, I'm back. Pops. He ran out in a hurry. Yeah, well, he was, uh, he's running out of time. He's running out of time. He has to go. I guess he has to. He has a big night ahead as well. So, uh, anyway, folks, we're going to be doing our beer test uh, on, on the Ustream, uh, Ustream feed so after check us out the on show Ustream. is over. We had a bunch of guests tonight. So, yeah. on Oktoberfest show, we didn't have one Oktoberfest beer. No, but we will be on Ustream. So, if you're listening, go to our Ustream feed and watch us try all these beers. We, yes. have, a, we have try seven. all these beers. 
Um, okay, so coming up next week is our pumpkin fest extravaganza. It's a big one. I don't even know if we're gonna have a guest because we have like twenty something beers. So we might just sit around with a bunch of people and talk about pumpkins. We're, we're going to have, have some people in studio, studio guests. And this is an annual show that we've been doing since we started. Right. Um, and it's a, one of our the biggest shows of the year. And we have a bunch of pumpkin beers, which is one of the favorite styles of beers out there. Right. I don't really tell anybody that. Um, and it's a there's great show. There's so many different ones. We have a lot of fun. We get really torn up. And there's all new ones this year that we have. So Right. So it's going to be a fun show. So please listen next week. Um, and then October 8th, we have uh, a guest coming on. That I uh, just totally left my brain. Um, we have uh, Bill Cosby. It's be not Bill Cosby. No pudding pops. <laughs> um, oh, it's um, it's the Orange Lantern Bar. The Orange Lantern Bar, yes, up in Bergen County, New Jersey. Yes, so, and they'll be on on October eighth. That'll be a very exciting show. And then so. we will let you know what's coming up. That's all right. what we have planned for. Excellent. Right now. And uh, I want to thank uh, our guest tonight, Raven Bay, awesome porn star. Please check her out. I also want to thank Naked Brewing Company for calling in. It was an awesome guest. I also want to thank the three dudes with all their wiener schnitzels. Oh, drink from Third State Brewing uh, that called in. That's awesome. Um, and, uh, you know, thank you very much for everybody that's listening. Uh, please, you're watching on Ustream. Don't turn it off because we're going to be doing our taste test right after. And uh, thank you very much, folks. Listen to us next week and uh, drink on. You're listening to Drinking Dirty in Jersey with Chris Finley and Cassie Finley right here on L.A. Talk Radio.